hello, all of you witch enders out there. Uh, this is Erico Blueberry. It's an unassuming destiny podcast. My name is Chili Bin. Hello, I'm Maggie. I have gone for a 12 kilometer run today and then drove around for like an hour picking things up. I am tired. My energy in this intro reflects that. <laughs> I came up with witch enders and then my brain shut off. <laughs> Next I season, am. the season of the wish. Then at the end of that season, maybe I'll remember to say wish enders. Thus, the cycle will be complete. No one tells you about the depression after you complete the prophecy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so real. <laughs> um, so here we are. End of the season of the witch. Uh, we've got, I think, three and a half days left before we... Roll it over into a new one. Um, so I feel like this week for us is just like a random grab bag of shit to talk about because like I still haven't played a whole lot this week. Um, I also don't have a lot to finish off. Like I could re like I could maybe finish the Harrisbecks title. That's the season's one, right? Or was that last season? Oh, the Gut Looker. Yeah, Gut yeah. Looker. Um, but I would need to seriously grind the game and I, I don't have time for that over the next few days like I also don't want to I don't care about it that much anymore those seasonal titles ever since I stopped buying the physical item um so I might I think I'm at like season rank 96 so I might at least finish the season pass um but that'll be about the rest of what I do for this season I got my gilded dredgen I'm fine it's really weird because so I think this is the first time ever in our history of playing together that I've been further along mm. in terms of getting titles, gilding titles, and then also seasonal pass and exotics. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's also kind of that, that time of year when a bunch of other games I really wanted to play came out. And so I was like, I'll do a little bit of Destiny here and there. I'll get my Gilded Dredge in early enough in the season that I'm not stressing about it. And then I just kind of... It was probably a good three or four week stretch where I... I wouldn't say I put the game down, but I was definitely playing it very little. Um, mm. Which is not... It's not a reflection on, like, the quality of the season or any of the stuff going on with Bungie or whatever lately. Um it was more just like by the time the seasonal story wrapped up, I didn't have the hook every week to bring me back in. Whereas that, that would pull me in for at least two, three hours a week. Yeah. So it's, it's fine. I'm not, I'm not like sad or angry about any of this. It's just, that's how the season has gone for me. And that's okay. I got to yeah, play is... the Talos principle too. I got to play a bit more Diablo. I got to play what else came out during this time. Spider-Man. Played some Spider-Man. That was good. But yeah, just been dicking around with us other stuff. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Plus on top of that, in Australia, it is currently kind of the peak of like gig and festival season. It's so that, when I yeah. <laughs> when I would normally play is usually when I have a gig or a festival or the day after one. And because I am in my 30s, a single concert will put me out for a couple of days. Mm -hmm. um, especially because I'm I'm a barricade girly. <laughs> so I definitely get uh, beat up a bit more. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, I feel that too with like, what is it? I mean, this season started in September or whatever. And it's like from whenever it started to now, like late November, uh, it's also as the weather is starting to get quite nice and warm and people want to be outside doing things and going to bars and pubs and sitting out in the sun, having a drink, hanging out. Um, so I've just been also just doing social stuff. Um, yeah. With honestly the same group of people I would usually play Destiny with. So it's it's still pretty good. We still talk about Destiny. Um, but it's it's just not something I've played a lot of in the last month. Um, but that's fine. That's, that's a, a good balance, I think. Being an adult. Yes. Yes, I've got things to do uh, as much as I... that annoys me. <laughs> haven't really had any new games um if anything i've been using this quiet period to go back and play older games mm -hmm. so i've replayed all of the bioshocks really just the story I, like, I, was, yeah. I was gonna say i feel like we were only just talking about this and there's what four of those games three they one two no they and didn't, then they didn't uh, do a bioshock and like three. an ex an expansion-y thing for infinite right yeah well they did expansions for the other like the first two as well which i also never played i just did like the main story for all three of them yeah so i got the um years ago on steam i got the the pack where it's all of it um back when ken levine resigned from id games or whatever yeah and they released like all of his stuff system shock and all of that and i'm not a huge system shock fan but bioshock has a very special spot for me so i just i was like you know what i got a bunch of time off work because it's mm. christmas period or Alternatively, I'm also technically working on call, but getting paid like I'm working full time. Right, yeah. Because um, it's just not nothing to develop at the end of the year, so I'm basically on call for tech issues. Yeah. Um. So I've just been banging out the Bioshock storylines, and because I've played them so much, it's like I can get Bioshock one down to six hours because yeah. I know where to go. I yeah, know I guess, what to pick up. I guess it like what like. It's been a long time since I played it. I think I played it when it first came out. Like I forget how short that game actually is. Eight to ten hours, yeah. it's such a like small, contained environment. Mm. And then it's like it's like Destiny, where then I, I play it and I fall down a rabbit hole and then also while I'm playing it, I'm watching YouTube videos about the world lore, which then pulls me down because I just found out someone put a whole bunch of the dev behind the scene dev videos up on YouTube. Uh -huh. um, and then I played some Modern Warfare 3. The new multiplayer is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It's very reminiscent of old Call of Duty games. And also the last um, like, Modern Warfare remakes that are basically all of that same shit again. Yeah. Uh, the campaign was doo-doo. Basically have, an expansion. It was not good. I have heard as much um i also like it it's put me back into why i stopped playing call of duty in the first place which is like stop putting these fucking games out and nothing is changing anymore like we only just had modern warfare 2 why are we doing another one yeah it was it was kind of disappointing because these remakes have given story and character and like fleshed out a bunch of the characters from the original like ghost has more meat now both physically and story-wise mm. big man um and you know they flesh out price and they flesh out soap and give them a whole lot more personality and and story sure. 
but then the new Modern Warfare 3 kind of undid that. It was a very nothing burger campaign where right. I was like, you work so hard to flesh all these characters out and then gave them nothing to do yeah. with this new personality. So yeah. it is what it is. I got it for free. It was a gift. Yeah, I think like... That, my friend wanted me to play with him, so he was like, that, have that, it. That series for me is like <laughs> Assassin's Creed where I really enjoyed the first few that I played and then I wished they would just fucking stop making them because it they would you just you milk the cow dry you've this is nothing like yeah uh i used to be obsessed with assassin's creed yeah might go back and play those actually yeah like <laughs> i've the, got the, them all i mean the first two is all that's worth playing i tried three's play, good well i tried to play three when it first came out and like it was buggy and fucked and i just gave up like two hours in one, once they fixed it, it was a lot more tolerable. Three is one of my favorites, but it's because it has a lot of the tie-in to do with um, First Nation Americans and mm. First Nation Canadians and, and that whole land back movement. Mm. And also back then, the way they were treated as people, um, the Ojibwe and Navajo and people like that. So I think I, I connected with the story a little bit more than a lot of people would have. Yeah, I just don't think I got like deep enough into it because of those roadblocks I hit with it to like even get to the good stuff. Just like, yeah, oh, this game that's is sad. physically frustrating me. I can't do this. Because I was, I was deep into it. Like the where's Charles Lee fucking memes, like this, the fleshless face memes. I was, I was in there. Yeah. Ah, oh, dear. What else is, uh, yeah. what else is it's going been good. on? It's been good to replay destiny. old games. Yeah, yeah. It's it's also good to just like play other shit, especially like smaller games that, yeah. You know, like I mean, I say smaller. Talos Principle took me like just over twenty hours because I was trying to hundred percent it. Um, but even then, it's a massive game, and the main way to move around is running. There's like fast travel between major areas, but once you're in them, you're just like running around. It's really inefficient. Um, but yes. Destiny. I mean, uh, I mean to tie into Destiny a little bit. I've actually been considering going back and playing the Halo, like the original Halo games. You get that Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Yeah. I've got it on Game Pass, so like the Bungie versions, not the three four three version. I mean, to play the Bungie versions, you would need to get it on an Xbox. Get the, the actual Figure original. It out. I've got the games in storage. I just don't have a working Xbox. Yeah, that that is the hard part. You're probably better off just playing the Master Chief Collection. Last I heard, they've got that to a pretty good place. Like when it first came out, it was a bit all over the shop. Oh, the the multiplayer was. Oh, even some of the campaign stuff, especially co-op. It's like, well, that's the main way some people play these. Like, get the co-op in there. What are you doing? Put it in. Hmm. <coughs> just almost yeah. choked on that. Um. So last last week before a new season, uh, they saw fit to drop a whole bunch of updates uh, between mm. the Twid, uh, I still hate that name, and a Dev Insights post around the Fire Team Finder feature that they talked about. I think in the lead up to Lightfall as a thing they were going to put out sometime this year. Um, let's talk about the the Fire Team Finder thing first because that's probably the shortest. Um, essentially what they're doing is a beta because they've, they've done some internal testing and like some of the underlying 
systems that they need for it. They've been kind of testing in the background in the live game. Um, but it's not quite ready to ship is kind of the, the theme of the post. Um, so they're going to put out a beta with like some specific dates of like when they're going to let you do open raid matchmaking and like a couple of other things. They basically just want people to get in there and try it uh, and see see if it works, give them feedback, etc. That's a beta. That's what that means. Um, but the funniest part of this whole thing to me is that they are finally retiring the guided games beta. That thing still has a beta tag on it in the game that has been there since Destiny 2 launched, I believe, or not long after. Um, and they basically said, like, hey, if you want to get that guided games emblem, like, now is the time to do it. I do not know a single person that has ever interacted with that system. Um, I did once ages ago, mm. and then I did it and then um someone called me a slur so i left <laughs> yeah sick <laughs> I mean, one of the first things i heard about that's it that's my experience with guided games was i whiffed a grenade got called a slur because of it and then left <laughs> you know what probably good we're retiring that um yeah one of the first things i ever heard about it was that you wouldn't get any of the rewards like from raids and like finishing encounters and stuff you would basically just get a completion and that's it and there's like if you go to the clan info screen there's like little boxes along the bottom if you do like five of them a week as a clan you fill the boxes but like as far as i know you don't get anything for doing that and it's such an yeah. it's such an arduous requirement to just like fill some check boxes I haven't touched it since it dropped. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to be told to go back to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. I, th I think the, the thing I'm most interested about is how this plays out on PC. Because if you're on a console and you, you do a fire team matchup there, the consoles have their own built in voice comm systems, right? Whereas on PC, most people I know would just use Discord separately. But Destiny does still have in game voice chat. And there's crossplay, so I'm mm. curious to see if like they surface some way for people to like point, uh, you know, a group towards a Discord voice chat, or if they try to like push people towards the in-game voice chat. Um, I have never I've never used in-game voice chat on, well, any system really, um, because. If you're on a console, you just do like a PlayStation party chat and that's like completely separate from the game, even though it ties it to your game activity. It's not like, it's not actually, you're not launching it from inside the game itself. Technically, it's weird. Yeah, the only, in the last, let's say five years, the only game I've experienced in-game voice chat being used is Warzone. Yeah, the like passive, like spatial audio to know if someone's coming up behind you. Yeah, but then also... um team chats like you can sure. you can like squad chat and stuff and, like and that think, but then also there's the kill cam too you can hear what people are saying yeah and i, and I think like between kill cam uh voice comms and that kind of like spatial audio i think that's enough of a driving feature to get people to to opt into the game yeah voice chat system because you want that immersion kind of stuff that's the only game where i felt like one it works well 
and two people do actually use it, like yeah. engage with it. It's the only game where I've gone in and actually turned it back on after turning it off. Yeah. So I don't want people hearing my voice. Yeah. Whereas, And like, then yeah. people actually really chill in game. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> with, with playing Destiny on PC, like I've got a bunch of like keyboard shortcuts set up to manage Discord voice calls without me having to like alt tab and click on a bunch of shit. Um. I would probably have to work out how to do something like that with the Destiny keyboard shortcuts, like the actual game shortcuts. Um, so I'm curious to see what they do there because, like, I feel like it would be an oversight for them to just ignore Discord as an option, especially on PC. I know that, like, at least on PlayStation, there's some level of integration with Discord now, but it's not great. It's still kind of fucky, yeah. Um, whereas on PC, it's basically the default. So that is probably the only question mark around it for me. Like, other than that, I've always thought the system was a good idea since they started talking about it, right? Like, it, even, like, our group, you know, we could probably get our raid group together, but it's a bit of a stretch lately, um, just with schedules and people doing other stuff and all that sort of stuff. But, yeah, without, like, going and joining other Discord servers or other clans or, like, other big groups, it's like, I just want to... I've got, like, a few hours free on a Saturday. I just want to run a raid. I might try this, you know? Yeah, I want to give it a try just because, like... And I've spoken about it in past episodes. I've made friends doing LFGs yeah. from, like, Hong Kong and America and the UK just through LFGs. So, like, this could be good. This could help people make new in-game friends that's or it. IRL friends. That's it. As we learnt by Ghost, a lot of Destiny friendships extend into the IRL through these community meetups and stuff. So that could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited. I am optimistic. My usual peanut brain being hopefully optimistic and wanting the best for it, knowing the community yeah. yeah, and look, look I, I think, I mean, I've always thought Bungie are aware enough of their community to kind of design around some of those problems and not, like, force people to do certain things, but, like, make positive social behavior easier than being a shithead. Oh, their reporting system's really good, well, too. Well, reporting, like... but also just, like, if you were to go into the fire team system and, like... Yeah, if, if you... I'm trying to think of how I was going to explain this. Um, like, if the, if the defaults are all, like, you know, you want a chill time, you want open voice comms, blah, 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 like, making default options closer to the social behavior you want people to carry out. That's the sort of stuff I'm thinking about. It's not necessarily, like, what do you do when someone acts out? It's more how do you subtly encourage people to do the right thing in the first place? Yeah, and some of those screenshots seem to indicate that they are looking at that like one of one of the screenshots shows king's fall and then they've named their character telesto it's like they want this to break um but then underneath there's teaching looking to help and then under that it looks like they've got tags where it says kind gamers lots of time chill on the side it says like view listings and some of these listings are saying stuff like first time friendly, patient, experienced, meta loadouts only, stasis only, chatting using Discord. There you go. Um, 
yeah. Discord shout out. Teaching, looking to help. Hello, friends. Fresh, clear, experience requested, looking for experts. So I think there there is going to be ways that you can tag your listing mm. or your request for assistance and just be like, this is the energy I want. Yeah. I guess I just hope that. Which I like. Like if you're saying one of the options is chatting in Discord, hopefully that doesn't lead to people like trying to force people to join servers and shit. Like what I, what I hope is people do, people like set up a voice chat in a way that they can just invite people in temporarily without having to like join a whole server and all that over yeah. here. So I recently just cleaned out my server list. I don't want any more. Bro, I should, <laughs> I should do that. Mine's a mess. There's like a whole list of them I never even look at, but I get like my on my phone, it's like 680 unread messages. I'm, like, I'm never going to do, I'm never going to look at those. Leave me alone. Um, so yeah, I think, I think they were talking about that coming out this season, right? Like, um, November 30th is when the beta starts yes, according okay. to this. So like the first week of the season. Yeah. So like bold. next week, five days Very next bold. week. Uh, um, cool. So it'll be raid stress tests are going to be November 30th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. PST. The beta period will begin in December pending the stress test results. Mm -hmm. And they're targeting late January for a full release. Okay. Yeah, sure. You jump in and do some beta testing, I'll report do, back. I'll do a raid. What's up? Next week? I don't think I've got anything on. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, oh no, I can't do next week. It's all right. That's what the fire team finder is for. Right. Gonna be a good things. Oh true. Um Maybe Friday night. See how time zones line up with those schedules. Yeah, true. It's always the hard part. They put all these dates on it and it's like fuck, that's like three AM on a Thursday. Can't do that. It sounds fun, though. Yes. Give it a go. Yes. Um, I want to make new Destiny friends. Now onto something that has me legitimately mad. This week, <laughs> this week in Destiny, Solar Titans are getting fucking put into the ground. Especially people like me who run throwing hammer builds. Y'all are getting your back. And like, hey, to be fair, this update. to be fair, I have been abusing that loadout. I have not changed it in at least a season. Um, the, 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 Bungie said solar titans open your mouth. We're about to spit in it. The, the, the changes I can remember because they got me so acerbic about it. The, the, like when you hit, when you throw the hammer and you pick it up, it is no longer an instant refill. It is a 1.4 second refill time. Uh, and also it, they're removing the, the synthesis, the like exotic arms that I use to make the damage crazy with the, with the hammer. They're removing the extended lunge distance for melee hits, which is actually the like. That's something you use a lot. Well, there's the thing that's like the sleeper hit of that build because like you can throw the throwing hammer. Sure, once you've got the like solar, uh, is it roaring flames, whatever it's called. Like once you've got that up, an unpowered melee kill will also create a sunspot and an orb of power, um, and. Like, it tracks to enemies. You can, like, get a good distance. You can clock them. Like, Pick up your hammer. Things like Dregs and Scions, you'll basically one-shot them with the unpowered melee once you've got that spun up. Um, and one, one of the ways I use this the most is if I'm, like, falling or flying through the air, 
is to cancel that momentum by tracking to an enemy with the extended lunge distance. So I'll get the kill, land, and then keep moving. Um, so I'm going to have to rethink that build or change to something as my main. Um, I know that there are mods you can get that like reduce that that melee recharge cooldown a whole bunch. It's like melee kickstart and there's all sorts of things like that. They but, also said like, oh, if you do X with um, artifact. What, Not I, artifact, uh, fucking in the super menu. Yeah. Oh, the like little thingies that you plug in. Aspects, that's it. Um, you can kind of tweak yeah. it back it but it's not the, it's not the, the other one that, all the way back the other one that is like kind of annoying is part, part of the like risk versus reward of that build is to rush into a bunch of enemies and then just kind of go ham let the restoration like keep you alive but you're still like at risk of getting stomped to death which does happen um they're basically like nerfing a little bit the amount of restorative effect you get uh, they're reducing the like surrounded perk and how effective that is. Um, I'm kind of pissed off about it. I understand why they're making this change because a lot of people run this build and it's very effective in PVE. Um, after it dropped, you like messaged it and like rip my entire build. And yeah. I was just like, wow, yeah. get actually fucked, dude. Yeah. Like, this is hard. Yeah. It's- this is harsh pretty brutal um because i really enjoy that build it's a lot of fun but there, like i said there is still risk associated with it it's not just turn the brain off i'm op now it's yeah like if i'm rushing into a boss's feet i'm doing that knowing that i might get stomped and die and yeah. it, it happens raid bosses like i'm not immune to anything um because I think there, there was one of the changes was specifically mentioned like about standing next to feet of enemies um, and making that actually l- less viable. But I'm like, well, what's what's the point then? Like, am I just supposed to throw the hammer and then just like use a gun? Like, it's not what this build is for, my guy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. They're changing Well of Radiance and Ward of Dawn as well. Wasn't that like they're making it last longer? I can't remember the numbers. Um, the cooldown has been extended. Oh, okay. So it takes longer to get it up. Yeah, but it's Keck. still it's still pretty easy to get that one yeah. up again if you. It's build not right. as harsh as what the Titans have to deal with, but like yeah, yep. I. St- I started reading through that and they started to talk about Devour. And I was like, if they fuck my many sons build, I'm going to scream. I I don't think they will because like that build requires so much busy work from you that there's no (laughs) way that's going to get like meta defining. It's it's all worth it for my beautiful boys. I'll do anything for my sons. Yes. Yeah. No, I I don't think that they were like, oh, we're changing. They're changing, we're changing the way Devour works. And I was like, oh, Devour is a key component in how I, like, have that build, like, so yeah. fucked up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Titans are copping it. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just going to do what I always do when these sort of changes affect my shit. I'm going to see. We adapt. But, yeah, but I'm going to see. I'm just going to run the same loadout week one. 
or day one, day two, whatever, see how it feels uh, without changing anything, see what I can tweak, see if that build can still work for me in the way I like to play, see what I need to change about how I play to make it work. Like there's some push and pull there. Um, like yeah. even, even with a 1.4 second cooldown, like because of the way I'm using unpowered melees most of the time, it's probably fine. Yep. You know, like I mainly will do a bunch of the throwing hammers really quick to get Roaring Flames up to times three just to get the most damage out of it. And then it's just unpowered melees because I'm right up in everything's face. The throwing hammers I'll save my, for like things with more health or that are chunkier, you know. It might be one of those situations where it sounds really aggressive, but then when you get into the game and you make a few tweaks, it might not feel as aggressive as yeah. we we think it might be. I, I also feel like this is targeted more I'm to staying towards, optimistic. Yeah. I feel like this is targeted targeted more towards people who like legitimately abuse the archetype and the build and are like almost just melting bosses solo with the combination of weird builds and mods and shit. I was gonna say I've definitely played with blueberry titans the betrayal sorry um who just fucking melt yeah primevals yeah and i'm just like oh okay yeah. ah I like you've I, got the hammer. don't get me wrong I've you been, got hammies I've, for I've the demis that guy like i will take tractor cannon and throwing hammers into dungeon bosses any day of the week but i don't do that all the time but i also us, haven't switched my build in a long time us running those uh Vex strikes on Neomuna and me just planting Div and you being like, Hammer! <laughs> yeah, 300,000 damage. Thank you. You um, can have three Child of the Old Gods, a Div, and Hammers! No, the, the, I think the best one that I've ever done, and this one is like fairly repeatable for me, it's the, um, what is the fucking, the wet dungeon called? The wet one. The one from last season. Lake of Shadow? No, no, the dungeon. The one with Oryx's corpse at the end of it. Oh, yeah. That one. Something, the wet one. Yeah. Anyway. A fucking the Decepticon. Like, yeah. Deep sea dump. I think it's like the second encounter where like you're going under the water to find the runes. You're coming back up and there's wizards and then there's like the big knight with the axe. Anyway, that one, like, I can, because of the throwing hammer build, I can basically solo... Ghost of the Deep. That's the one. I can basically solo all of the wizards up top because the throwing hammer will just one sh one or two shot them from memory. And then when you get into the damage phase, like, you're right up in the face of that thing. So I'll just, like, tractor cannon. Everybody's benefiting from that. And then I'll throw, like, five throwing hammers. And by then it's time to re-up on, on the tractor cannon. Um, and that means we can basically two phase it without really trying too hard. That's fun for me. I like that. <laughs> but I could, I could like immediately thinking of how I could switch that up with the cooldown timer is like tractor cannon, one throwing hammer, switch to a shotgun with one, two punch, hit that throwing hammer again and like do a bit more alternating that way. Um, so there's, there's some thoughts brewing, but I need to see how it feels next week. Yeah, you need to get hands on. Yeah. It's just, man, I was reading that post and I saw like, I was like, please don't mention throwing hammers because I was like reading through it. I was like seeing some threads emerging in the way they were writing. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. And then it's like, 
bonk hammer. Yeah. And you're like, no. To me, as soon as I saw that, that like header that said, that specifically said the phrase bonk hammer, I was like, oh, fuck. Bonk hammer and banner of war. Ah, uh, no. Banner of war, fine. Like, that's been broken since it came out. Fucking Kyle some drywall over Destiny 2 changes. I would, but these walls are double brick. I cannot. I cannot <laughs> afford that. Surgery on double my Double bricked arm. up? No, I would. My, I would break my wrist if I tried to Kyle this drywall. You telling me your house is double bricked up on a Thursday? On every day. It's double bricked. <laughs> 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 Oh. So yeah, we'll stop sexualizing your house now. <laughs> no. I don't know why. I was gonna say, please fuck my house. I don't know what that means. I don't like it. I don't love please it. Please fuck my house. <laughs> please fuck my house. <laughs> By my bed. And nothing bad ever happened. Ain't on this nothing bed. bad ever happened in this bed. Fucking. <laughs> stop spreading. Banana rumors. bread, dude. <laughs> Banana bread at work, dude. Um, they started talking about stasis too, which yeah, is interesting. Like, I'll be honest, I didn't read most of the post after the throwing hammer section. I was like, oh, this is, I'll figure this out when I play another build, I guess. <laughs> Are you crying? No. Someone's cutting onions. Let me scroll down to when they post all the cool art. I'm going to look at the art. Yeah, it seemed like they're doing like a decent bit of overhauling of stasis. They're right? uh, almost entirely changing the fragment suite. Wow. Um, so stuff like Whisper of Hedron's used to have a minus 10 strength penalty. They're removing that. Okay. Um, Whisper of Impetus now provides a plus 10 resilience. Whisper of Shards, also known as Living in Caboolture, uh, plus 10 resilience. Uh, <laughs> Whisper of Shards, a.k.a. the idea of meth. <laughs> the scent of meth. Um Whisper of Hunger is now changed from minus 10 mobility to and minus ugh, it's changing from minus 10 mobility and minus 10 intellect to minus 20 strength. Whisper of Bonds, Weird. they removed the yeah, they removed the minus 10 discipline um, penalty. Do they, do they go uh, into, like, why these specific numbers are changing? Because I can't see any rhyme or reason to this. Um, because apparently when they added Strand as a fifth damage type in Lightfall and the overall power bar of the sandbox had shifted significantly, uh, resulting in Stasis feeling like it's being left behind, one of the least used subclasses. Yeah. I, I, um, I, would, I mean, anecdotally, I think that's true. They're saying that they need it to. They need to give it a bigger shot in the arm. Um, so starting season of the wish and then continuing through to the final shape, um, quality of life changes. So just reevaluating, tuning, and then also looking at how they can improve reliability and combat. Um, and then of course, like uh, hunters are making changes. Targeted improving the reliability of Withering Blade mm -hmm. um, and Winter's Shroud. So stuff like increased projectile speed, maximum projectile life frames, lifetimes, uh, maximum bounce count from two to three, increased tracking. Uh, for Titans, Shiver Strike is uh, now slowing players on hit. 
a behavior that was previously removed in a hotfix. Fixed fixed an issue where Shiver Strike would not function with the melee kickstart armor mod. Hmm. So now you can kickstart it. Sure. Glacial Quake is now freezing nearby players on cast. Previously removed, now re-added. Um, on cast freeze impulse size versus players has been reduced from eight meters to six meters. The, the, the idea of like previously removed, now added sounds like, remember when Stasis first came out and that shit was busted, especially it in the was Crucible. Broke. It sounds like it sounds like they're like, oh no, this makes sense now if we put this back in how it was. I think with Strand and then the new updates to the three light classes, mm. I think it's not as much as a power imbalance now, so yeah. they feel safe re-adding it. Um, Frost Pulse, that's getting an update as well. Um, just in terms of they'd noticed for the Titan class that a lot of stuff was inconsistently hitting. Sure. So freezing wasn't working how it was meant to, like, and it seems like they did a lot of fixes there. Um, so there is a lot actually being improved for All right. the Titans. Um, Warlocks, we're not really getting a lot. Uh, Frost Pulse, increased uh. consistency. That's fine. Warlock, Warlock Stasis was kind of fucked. It always has been. <laughs> You're telling me I can free some people and then pop them? Okay. And I get to drift around like a little balloon? Okay. That's all I care about. Yeah. Um better consistency with the frost pulse uh because hunters could move out of it and it's really annoying mm. um Stupid hunters. reworking on the latency with that as well freeze de- detonation size versus pve combatants increase from eight meters to 8.5 meters um then penumbral blast is getting a blast radius Detonation size, blast radius, 1.52. Glacier grenades now are being bumped down from 152 to 121 cooldown seconds. Dusk-filled grenades and cold staps and bleak what, watches have also been updated. What do these numbers mean? <laughs> I don't know. As long as it just feels better. Yeah. Because uh, stasis used to be my fave. Remember how consistently I used mm. stasis for a good six-month period there? Uh-huh. I know I barely touch it. Yeah. And I think like, you know, like, like I was talking about with the solar changes is like, I can, I can read some of these numbers and kind of think ahead to how that's going to play out. But a lot of this, it's like, you're talking about a fucking 10% change to a number somewhere. I might not even notice yeah. that. As a, as someone who played Stasis Warlock quite a lot, I can kind of visualize and feel out in my head how that's going to feel with the change being Mm. so like intimately aware of fragments and then also the abilities and how they all feed into each other. Plus um, exotics. I can kind of feel out and imagine how that's going to feel, Um, but we'll see. We'll see next week even. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of exotic stuff too, which is fun. Yeah. Um, as long as none of them include. Yeah. My exotics are safe. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> One of us had to take the hit. Fucking hell. <laughs> All my favorite toys are getting broken. 
They fucked the stag for me a year ago. That's a bad sentence. And I stopped using the stag and then they dunked on controverse holds for a while there too. So it is what it is. Yeah, you just got to do the weird build that is powerful, but no one even knows about it. Just sneak under the radar. My fucked up old gods build. Yeah, yeah, do that. (laughs) Just leaving landmines everywhere. It's very fun. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of like exotic tweaking and then armor mod armor mod tweaks have got me a little bit mm. nervous with my solar build. I'm like, yeah, I, guess so. I, I think I think there was also like a fair amount of, there's a fair amount of like the seasonal artifact mods for next season. Like seems to have a bunch of solar related stuff, but also specifically radiant, which you can get through various solar effects. Um, so that'll be interesting because that's one of my favorite things about my solar build is the throwing hammer hit will then make you make all your weapons do uh, will make you radiant but also make a bunch of your weapons do anti-barrier because that's what radiant applies mm-hmm. um, and radiant is just a two times damage multiplier yeah that's the loop I've got going with one of my solar builds yeah so it'll be interesting with these new yeah, it's a bunch of stuff that like artifact mods. when you're radiant, something else happens and a lot of it's like do more damage essentially. And I'm here for that. I will say that much. When radiant hit harder. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Hit harder at the strings of your martyr, etc. Yes. Um, so yeah, if you want to read a bunch of numbers and get mad or happy or excited or scared about the state of the Destiny sandbox, you can go read that uh, this week in Destiny post yourself. Um, But also don't read too much into it. Just play the game next week and see how it feels. Chances are you won't notice any difference. And if you do, adapt. Figure it out. Don't complain. It's just a video game. (laughs) Um, And, 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 and also if you're not playing but you want some Destiny stuff, they've updated their... Uh, cutscene archive. Oh, that's just like a YouTube channel, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's like all of the cutscenes for the season stitched together, so you could probably realistically just sit through that playlist and get the story. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, I think that's largely it, right, for this kind of farewell to season of the witch. Um, I will say it was a good season. I liked the story. I liked the activities. I think the loop was pretty good. Uh, didn't feel like arduous like some of the seasons have. It was kind of interesting enough to pull you forward, but not like, oh, this is going to take me an hour to get through one of these fucking things. It was like, oh, you could do it in 20 minutes or you could hang out. I don't, I don't know. Um... The tarot card system was pretty neat. Like the I like the tarot card system. I want to buy the tarot cards. I, mean, I like how the tarot cards were then like tied into the evolving mystery throughout the season with the Embaro engine and aspects of those activities kind of changing depending what you'd unlocked and all that sort of stuff. That was that was fun. Yeah. I like this season. I like this season's story. I like this season for what they gave Eris Morn. Yeah. They gave her an actual... Something to do. Well, an actual, like, meaningful journey 
a bit of agency, a bit of self-determination and a bit of like actual power and strength that I don't think we've really seen from her in a long time. Yeah. She's always been kind of in the background doing some weird ritual magic when they allow her, but this was her going like, no, you've, you've kind of handed me the reins here. How about you fucking back off? Yeah. Let me do my shit. And I Cora being like, let her do what she do. But also I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm also scared. Yeah, like the, <laughs> kind of impressed. The back third of that story was her being like, I know I said she could do this, but like, I'm, I'm not sure I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take that back. Yeah. Can I put the lid back on the bottle? No. Eris won't be out here. Witching and the fact up. that we all got excited over Sabathun coming back and then Eris just fucking ganks her instantly. Fuck. So good. <laughs> She's back for like 30 seconds. If that, that Eris cutscene was like, short. <laughs> Eris, surprise, motherfucker. Yeah. That's like the worst form of a necromancer is that they keep bringing you back so that they can keep killing you. Eris just keeps doing that to Sabathun. Yeah. Every, every time she needs a little bit of a kickstart in the morning instead of a monster. She... Yep. Done. Thank you. I think my, my favourite, like, cursed Baldur's Gate build that I've seen is someone basically playing as a necromancer, but their inventory is full of dead bodies of really powerful enemies they've slain. So they could just bring them back, have them fight for them, and then kill them again. <laughs> It's real dark. Amazing. <laughs> Love that. The other the other one is what's what's commonly called a barrel mancer. Uh where you carry around the like explosive elemental barrels in your inventory and then you just fucking throw them at people. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. That's, that sounds like some fuck shit I would yeah. do. Dude, Baldur's Gate's crazy. Need to get back into it. I've kind of neglected it the last few weeks. Uh, it's pretty easy to drop in and out of that game. You just kind of pick it up, roll some dice. It's fine. Um, I would like to end this episode with a hot take, if I may be so bold. Um, I tried to watch a particular uh, Destiny creator that you and I have watched before earlier today. Some some content about like, you know, the upcoming season and wishes and and kind of how they can get manipulated how that shows up in the law books and things like that and the way it's represented well it's it's almost like the ahamkara's ultimatum is to just warp like exactly. like we said last episode it's the monkey's paw exactly so here's my hot take if you're out here still making money and a living off videos and any kind of content where you're talking about a video game that you do not make you don't get to comment on the state of the studio and if like seriously at the start and end of this video Every statement was couched in language of like, despite all the issues happening at Bungie, I'm really looking forward to the seasons. Like, you didn't need to say that. You could have just said, this season looks exciting. Like, why are you commenting on this shit every chance you get? Just yeah. stop. Yeah. And also, like, we are still very much dealing with content that the people who were let go were involved in. Yeah, that'll take months before we're like out of that. Same thing that happened when um I mean Lance if, even passed, when we right? play even when we play the final shape. 
it's content that these people who were let go worked on. And a lot of them have said, no, keep playing the game because it's stuff we made that we're proud of. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's so unnecessary just to like keep being like, well, yeah, so also, that thing that happened. Also, just for like the idea of like, you know, the idea of your, uh, your, the body of your like produced content, like having a legacy past when it first came out, right? Like somebody's watching this in a year or two from now, they're like, well, I didn't know the studio had problems. I just got into the game. Like, why even bring that into the conversation? You're not talking about the studio or the production of a video game. You're talking about theories based on the lore from the game. This yeah. shit doesn't matter. Like, you're you're not doing a history of Bungie. You're doing a... So here's the Ahamkara. The Ahamkara didn't make people redundant. No. Why are you bringing this up? <laughs> Pete Parsons made a wish wrong. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> that's the monkey paw of the Sony deal. Yes, um, that's my whole take. Is basically shut up. Like either make content or don't. Like you don't get to have it both ways. Yeah. Like also, if like you if just you need there, to talk if, about it, make it relevant. Yeah, or like don't or do it somewhere else. Like create a separate thing that is like I want to talk about why this bothers me. Sure, go off, do that. Have it be focused. Have a point. Don't just keep dropping it every fucking chance you get. It's just sad. It, 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 it does feel kind of weird just to be like, well, that sucked. Anyway, the Ahamkara. That is basically wishes, the tone of this wishes, fucking huh? video. Did my, like, I almost closed it three minutes in. And I was like, no, but I kind of want to see where this goes. But I had to get through. I had to like wade through some bullshit of like, oh, yeah, this like the fucking opening sentence was talking about the issues Bungie's had lately and like narrative team didn't really hit it's like bro shut up who are you you're just a guy Oops. and also like <laughs> as like we're not big creators by any means but no. it's also really not that hard to be like it's not relevant to talk about right now so we're not going to like we took a whole week off because it felt wrong yeah. to be like Let's make money. Well, not make money in our case, but let's make content around this thing. It doesn't feel genuine to us no. or a lot of people to be like, oh, let's profit off this thing well, by talking about it. Also, I think like, you know, not to toot our own horn too much. We kind of exercised a bit of like responsible restraint of like this news was maybe a day or two old at the time we said, let's not record this week. Purely so we that. We didn't know the facts. Yeah, purely that we could like, kind of let the dust settle and let some of the information actually come to light that might inform that conversation. Right? But also give space for the people affected. Yes. It does, it, that's so weird to me. Just like, so here's uh, the Ahamkara law. By the way, those redundancies, huh? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like quite that on the nose, but it was basically just like, just it's it's for some reason it's, it's the same thing we saw with Lightfall. It's like people will take any opportunity to shit on that story and to shit on the narrative team. It's like, why are we still banging this drum? Like they know, they've admitted as much that like it didn't hit the way they wanted it to. You've also got to like shut up about it eventually. Like you can't keep beating this dead horse. Yeah, and it also. Even though they're made redundant, there are a lot of people on Twitter who were. F made redundant who are like i still play destiny yeah with my friends i still consume destiny content i love destiny mm -hmm. 
Imagine tuning into a video just to see how the community feel about the yeah. big like ahamkara egg reveal. Yeah, that and is... some dudes just like so those redundancies, huh? Yeah, that that is. That <laughs> you is... just feel like Jesus fucking Christ. I just want to see how the community feels about the egg. That was kind of the the like the thought that I was left with at the end of the video is like this is p- potentially one of the biggest names in you know Destiny related content production, and it was like you kind of have a responsibility at a certain point to like not keep that noise going. Like, especially because like you have to know that people at the studio watch that stuff because it's, you know, once you get in, once you get past all that and into the actual content and the meat of it, like it's actually interesting. It's well-researched. Sure. But if you work at that studio, you've got to wade through this, this like armchair game dev bullshit of like I just did my head in it's weird <laughs> just, yeah, just don't it's super weird just don't it's so weird just to randomly bring it up stay in your lane basically is the message trying to act trying to act like you care but it's like if you care well, it wasn't. You... no I don't think there was an air of acting like you care at all it's like trying to play both sides of like hey I'm excited for the next season but also this shit was bad right it's like why did you do that it was a weird choice. Especially especially when they've already made a video specifically covering the redundancies. Yeah. A few videos specifically covering the redundancies. Yeah. You've already said your piece, dude. Yeah. We are at the point now that we need to let them, I don't know, like show us. Breathe. Well, well also like just show us how they're going to work moving forward. Like we've known two or three different ways of Bungie interacting with the community and developing the game over the years that's changed pretty drastically maybe now we just need to wait and see what it looks like right like mm-hmm. yeah anyway that's my hot take people need to shut up <laughs> it's probably, this is a time and a place for everything yeah, it's time for us to shut up and get out of here so if you well maybe maybe don't shut up in our comment section leave something in there give us your hot take about destiny content creators uh state of media i don't know whatever floats your boat let's have a chat uh like this video and all of our previous ones please i would i would appreciate all the thumbs ups these ones and then subscribe i don't know maybe we'll do more hot takes i i I don't want to like turn this into like a negative or hot take based kind of show um no but this this one was particularly like irritating to me because it's been happening since this news happened and it's still being pushed. I'm just sick of it. I like yeah. to agitate a little bit for some positive change. And this is what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It's criticism. Yeah. Uh, but until next season, season of the wish. Egg. Season of the egg. 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 I am egg. only calling it season of the egg from now on. But what if they eventually do a season of the egg? Then what? Ah, oh, two seasons of the egg. Oh boy. Egg. Love egg. egg. <laughs> Love egg. 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 <laughs> Love egg. Egg. <laughs>